Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 226 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. Two twenty-six. Yeah. So, go ahead, Trevor. Oh, nothing. I was just saying, hey, good morning. Oh, hey, <laughs> it's my birthday. So, Two twenty-six. <laughs> so, for everyone, there is going to be no episode next week. We are taking a break. Tom is away. I'm at a swim meet. Trevor, you're away as well, correct? Yeah, I'm. I'm on vacation. So, and, yeah, I think it works out best. And, and we <laughs> and we thought about creating a wait list, and we have a very good idea for a wait list. But there just wasn't enough time to properly do the wait list the way it should be done. Sure, yeah. So we'll we'll deal with that later. So the the only other things that I I mean I have is that dude I got a lot of emails from people a lot of emails. <laughs> really wait yeah. the new email address that you created yeah emails a lot really? of emails um <laughs> I was surprised and a lot of people saying um I, I guess bluntly that the group bleeps while if i don't come back um oh, i'll bleep that so i mean i guess against better judgment I, I will come back once a week that's it i am still super busy i can come back once a week to the group i'll try to catch up on everything that's going on i'll make some posts and then i'm out for a week i mean i don't so think all the emails were just about wanting you to come back not not all of them but like 80 percent of them yes oh so and and there were hmm. far too many that, than i need to deal with on a regular basis so i will come back um like i said probably once a week i'm, I'm just busy like dude I, I released that um vintage shirt video which everyone should go watch because right we talked about it on the show about how many shirts i have well i started doing a vintage shirt run for um YouTube kind of talking about all the vintage yeah. shirts I have. Um, I, I had to put what's in my attic on hold for that episode, but it's like, a, it's a what's in my attic spinoff. So it was okay. And I did a toy review. I'm going to be getting more toys for review. Right. So I'm just kind of busy, but you know, I, I'll come back once a week for the time being. So wait, is, is the, the vintage shirt falls under what umbrella? Is it just under your, so what's in my attic? It's what's okay. in my closet. What's it, okay? So does it fall? It falls under the what's in my closet umbrella. <laughs> well, what's in my attic umbrella? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, I, attic yeah, umbrella. I'm gonna have a like what's in my attic. Then there's this one, which is kind of what's in my closet. I'm gonna do a what's in my library because I know that maybe not people in this group, but you know, for all the books that I have, I keep showing people my library when they come to visit, and um, it's all fantasy books. So I'm gonna do a what's in my library. I'll do a what's in my garage. Like we'll just keep it moving, keep it moving. All right. but, yeah. But, but fully expect when I come back to the group, I will be pubbing all that, too. So <laughs> if I'm really coming back, you're back. going to get that as well. Yeah. But yeah, I was surprised. I, you know, it was quite pleasant to hear from everybody, especially reaching out. So I thought that was nice. Well, um, typically when you email the welcome home email address, you're talking to me, right? I'm, I'm usually absolutely. the one that's checking that, those emails. So yep. now we got, we got to make a, a, an email for, for Tre- Trevor. Trevor can have Trevor yeah. at welcomehomepodcast.com. He's just got to yeah. tell me where he wants it to forward to. I have no problem with that. Because we get but. we get Trevor specific emails in the in the main mail, mailbox. Fairly Trevor often. doesn't sound like he wants that though. No, let, <laughs> let me. I have to figure out where it would go because yep. yeah, I have a couple of different email addresses for different purposes and. I don't well, want it to get lost is the, and, and the that's, problem. <laughs> and that's kind of what happens with mine. I have so many 
addresses that are forwards, but I don't create them as full mailboxes. So then like mm-hmm. I have to reply back to somebody. This is the problem I'm kind of having with some of these toy people. So I send them a message and then like the message is not from the, where they sent it from to begin with. Like they send it to, you know, Damon at BSC kids. And then I reply back with my personal email because Damon at BSC kids isn't a real email address, right? It's just a forward and it turns into a whole disaster. All sorts of issues. Um, but yes, we can, we can do whatever you would like, but I thought that was nice. So I appreciate that from everybody. And, um, I'm on Discord a lot. I just, I'm on like weird Discords now. Vintage shirts, Christian hip hop, you know, <laughs> that sort of, you know, YouTube creators. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. All, right. my, all my Discord channels are gaming related. <laughs> so yeah. Like I you know. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in and out of the welcome home podcast one too. Like, like, you know, I, I always check in on there and, you know, I'll comment on, things that people are talking about whatever but uh yeah most of my discords are various gaming related servers i've just again i've just been so busy my my daughter has been playing so much tennis it's been Mm -hmm. again i thought like you know we're gonna have these kind of you know with my oldest being in college that we're gonna have this kind of this you know oh we're gonna have more time but no definitely not like i have way less time and then trying to start other things stepped up to fill the gap oh she did like and again like i (laughs) you know i kind of was like okay you know and we go to watch soccer for my son during you know like at the weekend you're you're just like two hours three hours three hours usually tops right start to finish get there early this all that tennis we're there we leave at eight o'clock and we're there till five o'clock you know Yikes. so but i did get to go to some really nice places in raleigh food wise so that's what kind of what we're doing you know we try to make everything a little bit you know fun because tennis is a little bit of sitting in the car if it's hot out you know what i mean like you go there you play a match okay your next match is an hour and a half or an hour or two hours um so we've been running to raleigh to get food some different types of food i went to a a handmade dumpling place. I went to some gelato place that was ridiculously good. Uh, where else did we go? Went to, gelato. Yeah. So I, I hadn't had gelato like this in a long time because it was really that Italian type vibe. And it's like a it, legit, legit gelato. Well, yeah, because I can, t- I can tell it was legit because you could do the brioche gelato. So that's a Sicilian oh, nice. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was definitely interesting. I think, um, yeah, so it's been fun. So in the do, Disney end, you can do that at Disney too. You can get the brioche. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never so done. Dis- it, but I always wanted to. Yeah, the Disney end. We're still waiting to see what we want to do in terms of next year. We're going to do a grand villa. It's just a matter of when, where, and how. We just banked our points recently, right? Because of our use year, and I think we only had twenty two. But again, I believe the plan will be to next year blow it out because the year after we'll go to Epic and we won't need to have Disney points. We'll only need enough Disney points for the first day of going to Universal so we can drive, get down there, use a night at Disney, then wake up refreshed, then go over to Universal rather than, you know, you you don't realize, but this is a Disney too. But, you know, if you're driving down there and get there at like six o'clock, it's like you're paying to sleep and do nothing else. So I think that's where we'll kind of utilize, you know, a room before universal at that point. And then I think my parents are going in September. So they're already looking at food and wine stuff. They're trying to get into space two twenty. I don't know why, but they are, you know, <laughs> why? Well, that sounds good, great. Man. Yeah. That sounds it. great. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just don't know if it's worth the money. I think, right? I, I think that's kind of what I would. I've never been because I don't think that the money really works in terms of what I would get out of it. But we'll see. That's fair. Yeah. I, no, but, I mean, I loved it, man. I, we were actually just talking about going back again and and doing it again because it was it was a lot of fun. Well, she tried we're, to get we're debating it too. She tried to get a, a day and couldn't. You know, for it's her hard. Vacation. It's a hard res. Yeah, still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I told her, you know, a lot of things can change, right? Keep checking. And also sometimes the day of, you just get lucky, right? Yep. I still I mean, remember that time where, again, I don't know where I was going. I had no reservations, but it was my birthday. And I just asked. And they're like, yeah, all right, fine. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know you got no reservations, but it's your birthday. Okay. All right. There are, there are a few better feeling like Disney feelings, I feel like, than when you've been trying to hunt down a reservation for a restaurant for like months and you just like randomly go check one time and it pops up and you get it. It's just mm. like, oh, such a satisfying feeling. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You're trying to hunt, I mean, I guess it's the same thing with, with if you're trying to like, you know, get a certain DVC reservation too and like you're stalking the, you know, I don't, I don't know because type, like but, a restaurant, oh, again, you, you know how I feel like DVC resorts are, there's certain ones I like better than others. There's no ones that I really hate though. Right. Like I don't really yeah, dislike any of them. Of so I don't care so much as it may be as other people do in terms of where I stay, which is why I usually tend to gravitate to the lower point resorts. But for this grand villa, we'll try to do something a little bit fancier because I think we'll be in the resort more often than, you know, we have been in the past, even this past one, you know, it was fine. And it was nice because we were in the room often, even though I would never go back to the tree houses again. I hate to say it. I just wouldn't do it. Just didn't work out for you guys. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think maybe the boat had something to do with it, but even if it just the layout though too. Yeah. Yeah. The layout's just tough, man. Like I said, the kids want to go to the gym and it's like, you know, over the river and through the freaking woods to get to the gym. <laughs> you know, it's well, then not, they get the pre-workout like right on the way to the gym. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're doing the Grand Villa next year too, so uh, that should be should be fun. I just don't know. I also don't know our plans yet, right? Like, we haven't really even thought about that yet. Maybe what month? Maybe are you after, going? What's that? What month are you going? I think we're going to go in May. Maybe. Mm. Um, it really depends on my daughter's uh, school schedule, so we have to see. Because I mean, I'm not used Wait, to ha- she be having a school or not. Yeah, she starts kindergarten next month, man. So like, so why I would now, she be out in May? I well, because I mean, I don't know when they actually end school here. So I I, I would think we were going to do like the very end of May or like the first week of June, whenever depending on the She's schedule. Probably so. still in school, man. She might be. I she might be. I I think the, I think kids yeah, get out but, here. I, yeah, I mean, I, you know how I feel. I mean, I think that school yeah. until. Yeah. <clears throat> you can take them out of course but yeah and i mean you know you're at that age still tom where like kindergarten it's kindergarten is, yeah, yeah <laughs> you, you're not you know you know pulling them out at the end of kindergarten it's not like there's finals or something right no no there's definitely not that but i will yeah. tell you i think the first year of school just having been through this trevor and maybe you you kind of felt the same if they really like kindergarten at the end of the year there's so much fun stuff going on that they may not actually want to be pulled out. That's fair. And you kind yeah. of have to factor mm-hmm. that in because, you know, kindergarten's a lot of fun. And I know that when my kids were in kindergarten, like the end of school was so much fun, so much, you know, going on, you know, again, they kind of missed out. It was, it was interesting even for, um, in college, right? Where did we did something? And it's like, my son couldn't go back to do, 
I don't know. There was some, oh, it was a prom. He was going to his girlfriend's prom, but there was so much going on at the end of the year, even in college, that he was kind of like, "Wait, I kind of want to be back, right?" Even if you don't have finals or stuff like that. So, just kind of things you kind of have to think about. You don't want her to be like missing out at school, you know, in those relationships and friends, you know, to go to. That's just my. That's my just. No, I, I agree with that, and I, I, it's honestly, Dude, I, you should just go when we go. We could all go together, double when, grand villas. When are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be with my wife's family, so uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's still so what? Still double grand villas. Double um, grand villas, yeah. No, yeah. um, yeah, no, probably I, June. That's it, it. Is probably going to end up being June. I, I I think I misspoke on May. I I've, honestly, we really haven't talked about it in depth yet. Mm. Um, but you know, we could you might imagine me go. and Tom were both there, both with grand villas. <laughs> oh, that would be weird. Really, like ball, side by side, all in there, side by side. <laughs> no, I doubt that Tom's going to want to go where I'm going to go, grand villa wise, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We we might, we're probably going to do Old Key or Saratoga. So. Oh, well, that's yeah. what we probably end up doing as well. Uh oh, yeah, we need to make it do. happen. <laughs> yeah. well because the, the other thing is next year we're doing that cruise i think i mean we're yeah. booked for it we'll we'll mm-hmm. see um and we're gonna just have to save one day to do the same thing before and maybe even one day after i'm not sure usually after vacations i like to get home immediately but coming off a cruise maybe i stay a day but again will i go to the parks no probably not so i, I don't know but yeah we'll need at least a day before the cruise for sure and then maybe a day after, and then that day for Epic Universe the year after, and then we're going to burn all of our points. So what we can burn, what, double points at that point, I feel like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Our 22 plus whatever we have plus the next year, so. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of points to, yeah. I mean, Still not the, enough for Grand Floridian for the week, though. No, no, no. But like for Saratoga or Old Key, yeah. I mean, like, there's such a bargain. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the kids, I found out that the kids love Boardwalk the best. Really? So, mm-hmm. Boardwalk yeah, is, was, is fun. I mean, I love, I do like Boardwalk a lot. Again, you, 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 you know, we start to understand what my kids like, and they like to be able to get up, go out, do stuff in the hotel area that's close where they don't have to get on a bus and they can stay out till, you know, one in the morning. And the Boardwalk kind of fits all that. It does, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we'll see. Well, yeah. It's got to have a good gym, too, though. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I, I don't, like I said, I don't really know what my plans are next year. Cause we, you know, this is a whole new thing for us, obviously is my, to my daughter going to kindergarten. And so, um, you know, we got to figure that out. I mean, I, I'm also still going to school too. So, <laughs> so I don't know when that ends. Uh, I need to look at that schedule for next year too. I, I really, have I mean, you're Shannon, like regular college. It should be a May sometime. I would yeah. Say. It's probably May. Yeah. It's, I, I just don't know the actual schedule. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to your point earlier, Damon, about, you know, you know, not or your kids not wanting to necessarily be pulled out for trips. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean um, right now, because like I've had the similar conversations with my son that we were like, you know, hey, we could do something, you know, like like end of grade 10 for him. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that because he's like your your kids. He's getting into like that next phase and he's more interested in that so we're we're kind of like we're kind of in the same boat that we yeah, have a trip I, planned in february specifically because we we kind of planned around like his um uh or pd days so so like they you know he has like a short week but yeah, we, yeah we, outside we, of that it's hard <laughs> we normally found at least you know through the kids is that you know kindergarten and first grade it almost we didn't take them out because it was like they were just having so much fun then second through like Sixth grade was free for all, right? 
do whatever, right? Take them out, whatever. And then seventh grade was kind of like, ah, oh, we're getting close. And then eighth grade, right? In, in the US and, and depending on your school system, a lot of kids graduate from eighth grade, right? From middle school. So eighth grade is a tough one. And then once they got into high school, you know, it was, it was, you could take a day or two, but a week would be just too much work to catch right. up. And usually we yeah. planned it around long weekend holidays because at least in the school system down here is that, you know, and again, someone's going to have to remind me about this, but I, I feel like there's been some new school thing passed that they're not allowed to give homework the day before a holiday break or something. There's some weird thing that happened like recently. It's been oh. in the last couple of years where homework can't be given before a break or, or something like that, right? Well, I don't know. Yeah. So it's helped because now usually the day before breaks or there's nothing going on, right? So you can get out of those pretty easily. So we would never take a full week off. But again, if there was something, let's say, that was happening over a holiday or a long weekend, we've done that. And and then I guess we still have our Dollywood trip. And if I remember, Chris and his wife are coming up for the Chelsea game, which is next week. Oh, wait, Tom, are you going to that game or no? Uh, no, we are not. No. Okay. Well, because it's is it next weekend? I think it's next week. I think it's like Wednesday or something. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I yeah, no. So but we're not going to that now. They're we, we coming up for that. that. So I think we'll try to meet them for lunch or something, which cool. will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. I, well, I know you haven't been in the group, but you just reminded me the two of us being next year. I think it was Becky and I want to say Ashley. Where did I don't know if you saw that they were like on a trip together, I not, not together, but they were like right down the hall from each other, basically oh, at fun. the same time. Yeah, which was kind of funny. Um, I think it was Ashley. I'm sorry if I said who the wrong person, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, I like I said, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what we can do next year. I've been kind of itching to take a cruise, too. I've been talking to my wife about this, and I'm just like, man, I keep seeing like I still videos. Think it's too young, man. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like they'll get more out of it because they're just so expensive. I know they I feel are. like, because yeah. how old is she now? She's five. Yeah, she's five. Yeah, I feel like seven's that great cruise. She'd be point. six by the time we would go on. I mean, because, you know, that's not so bad then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she would be, yeah. That's not so bad. Gotcha. Trevor, are you going to say yeah. something? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, I think, uh, yeah, you know, se- seven to eight is probably the best time to have them on a cruise, right? Because yeah. they're they're old enough that they they know what's going on. And they're also there. I, I feel like kids are a lot more willing to engage in a lot of the stuff on a cruise, whereas when they're younger, mm. they may not. Like and it depends yeah. on the kid too, right? Like you know, yeah. I don't, I don't need yeah. to pay for a babysitter. I want them to be able to be doing cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, we got questions, huh? Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. So uh, Alexis asks, "Is there anything you'd like to see behind the scenes that's not currently offered? What would it be? I miss the backlog tours because you saw working studio stuff like costume design, etc. I would love to see where the Imagineers create. How about you guys? I like this question. It's this a good one." I like this question, but I wish I had time to think about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no. this is a this is a thought one. I, I don't I don't really think I have an answer, unfortunately. I well, so I agree with the Imagineering piece. I would love to do take a tour of Imagineering, but I think I've said this on the show before. I would love to do like a tour of like the place where they test all the foods out backstage where the, you know, where they are like creating oh, like new a foods. chef's kitchen. Yeah. Like would they yeah. like do like a tasting thing where they like I mean I don't even know why they don't do that. Cause how, why wouldn't they want the feed? I know they get cast feedback. Like they bring cast in and they have them like rate stuff, but like get guest feedback too. Right. Like, 
uh, you could make people pay for the tour and then also have them give surveys on the food. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. you could totally do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good one, actually. I, I really like that idea because you're you're right. Is it, it gives you a chance? You know, people can kind of preview what's coming, but but I guess maybe they don't necessarily want that because they want like the surprise of you know, like when they do food and wine and stuff. You know, like hey, yeah, here's I, this thing, right? And what if everyone hated something that they were planning on putting out? It's almost like okay, now what? when they put it out though is the thing like <laughs> well, if they put it out and it's bad it's only out there for so long and everyone's kind of just like all right well you know that's this year's food and it is what it is but <laughs> yeah well, i don't know i i, I, I was good at food and wine and just notice that there you know again there's not a lot of new stuff anyway yeah they, i mean they don't always able... do a ton of new stuff right like it's, no. yeah so so outside of food, what else? I'm trying to think what else I would like to see behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't want to ruin any magic. So it would have yeah. to be like the behind the scenes tour is definitely not magic ruining. I mean, it's not a phenomenal tour either. I feel like the behind the scenes safari, not really magic ruining. I don't really want to see how rides work because that's a little magic ruining for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else is there really? I, so, I mean, I did Keys to the Kingdom, right? So, which is probably what you would consider magic ruining, Damon. Yes, like, absolutely. You walk behind Splash Mountain and see, like, you know, like yeah. the, the, the wireframe of it. And you see, like, the wall, you know, where the water mm-hmm. gets filtered. And, like, you see where they stage the parades. And, you know, of course, you also go underground into the, you know, the Utilidors, too. Which, they don't really let you go very far. So, I, I would say I, w- I wish I could have walked, like, the length of the Utilidors instead of just staying in, like... They make you basically stay like right in the one intersection. They don't let you go further. Um, I would have liked to walk the whole distance of that. I mean, small thing, obviously. Um, you know, yeah, I know. I know what you mean, though. I, I kind of would love to see uh, to see behind the scenes in some of the rides. I, I don't know. That would be something I would enjoy. <laughs> like I've never been evacuated yeah. from a ride somehow, and I've always wanted to be. I know that sounds like a stupid thing, but like I have always no, no, wanted it's, to. Yeah, it, it, it's a legit thing to want to have if yeah. you've gone to disney long enough like i said my i, I my, don't my, want to be. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much thank you i'm good my my crowning uh achievement for ride evacuation was big thunder which oh that's is, pretty cool it, it's a, like we actually had to walk underneath of it and um it, it was miraculous timing that it was actually right as the fireworks were going off so we actually heard the reverberation of the fireworks inside of the ride which is crazy like it's yeah. it's really really loud but um it was like that yeah that that was cool um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i like you said it, it's hard because it's like part of me is like like you tom i enjoy i i do like seeing like the mechanics and and that kind of thing but like you damon i also don't want to ruin the magic on everything for myself yeah. so it's like yeah. what what is uh what else is there that you could do behind the scenes on? <laughs> I, that's why I said the food yeah. one, Trevor, because like yeah. Yeah, they food, have so many behind the one, scenes yeah. tours already, right? Like mm-hmm. I mean, like if one existing that I'd want to do is the one in Epcot where they take you to uh the American Adventure and they show you how like the you can actually see how like the the sets that come up from you know into the stage work. Which apparently is a really cool site. Like it's a it's it's a very like complex you know piece of machinery. But like most of the time you can't see that kind of stuff, right? Like so. But that's one of the ones you do get to see. But it, it's I, I know what you're saying, Trevor. It's tough. That's but that's why my answer was the food one because I feel like 
you're not really ruining the magic there. And I think it'd be kind of cool to have like a taste kitchen experience experience, you know? Yeah. All right. Let, let's leave it at that. Cause I, I don't want to, I don't want to dive any further into this, to be honest. You know, I, you know, you know yeah. what I would like, you know what I would like, Trevor, I would like, I would pay, I would pay good money to ride up in the front of the monorail again. <laughs> that's what I would, I would pay for that. Actually that. Yeah. May, maybe, uh, or that's actually a good point is I like, I guess, Again, depends on the person, but like maybe like getting back into where like maintenance is done on the monorails and stuff, like seeing how they load and unload them from the track. That could be an interesting. I did that. The I did that thing. though. I did the the did train tour. The train tour takes you back there. So oh okay, it wasn't for the that. monorail yeah. though because the trains are on floor one and the monorails are on floor two, but it's the same depot. Right. But like yeah, you but you don't really get to see the details of everything, right? Like you just kind of you know hanging out there and they're pointing at stuff and you don't get to like walk through it though. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I I rode in the front of the monorail when I was a kid, and it's one of those mm-hmm. things I will always remember, and I know why they don't do it anymore. Like, I, I understand, but, like, I feel like they could do it again, and I feel like people would pay for that experience. I would. I would pay for I would pay to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just give me, like, a whole loop. Like, uh, give me a loop around the Magic Kingdom and give me two Epcot and back. I, I don't know how much I would pay for that, but it would be... I, I, would, I would consider it at most prices. <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm in the minority here. I just I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah I don't know if I would pay for that per se, but it, like it would have to be part of something bigger. I guess would be my thing. Just part of but, the a bigger tour. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree though. I would love to go see the maintenance thing. I, I highly recommend that train tour because there was there was some really cool stuff about, on the train tour. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so right, let's Elizabeth. yeah let's yeah uh, yeah Elizabeth. Oh yeah, yeah you go got ahead. It. Do you want to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Elizabeth says, for Tom and Damon, you have both not gone to Disneyland. Is there a reason for this? I like that it's, I you have both not gone to Disneyland as a question. That's <laughs> Yes. I mean, for me, it's pretty easy. I don't fly. I had a trip planned for the COVID year to drive cross-country to do it. COVID didn't happen. Kids are older. Too busy. That's that. Yeah, and, and truthfully, my... My answer, my answer is just I haven't gotten to it yet, right? Like it's it's definitely in the plans at some point. I also do not like flying typically, but I will do it. I mean, I'm I'm flying this week, but um, you know, I it's not my favorite thing in the world to do, and flying all the way across the country is not uh, you know, all that appealing to me either. But eventually, I would mm-hmm. like to do a trip. Uh, my wife and I actually just talked about this the other day when my daughter gets older, maybe when she's a teenager, uh, you know, going out to the West Coast, doing Disneyland for a couple days. And then going out to Alani for like, you know, a week or whatever, because uh, we, we do want to do Hawaii at some point. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds good. I, you know, we still talk about trying to pull off some sort of crazy um, trip cross country. The problem is I'm just, you know, as I kind of count through the schedule of all my kids, I think the only time it would be possible again is so not this upcoming year because um, my son's still swimming and then. The year after, I feel like it would have to be at some weird time because as a junior in college, my son's probably going to have an internship. But if we can sneak it around that internship and then my son will other middle one will be in college so he can take some time off a of swim after the school year. It won't be as big of a deal because they're already be, you know, swimming for a school. Um, and then my daughter will be in high school, but she doesn't. I mean, she can miss a little bit of tennis. I think that would be it. So we're talking if it if it was to happen. It would be in twenty 
25. And then the problem with 25 is, is that we're trying to go to Epic Universe. So if you're asking me to choose between Disneyland and Epic Universe, I'm probably going to Epic Universe. You know, one, it's closer to, I think it's got more stuff that I'd be interested in. The the only thing for me that would be a benefit in Disneyland, again, Trevor's got his hype on the Indiana Jones ride, which is fine, but it's more of <laughs> who would I be able to see there that's famous? That would be about it. But I don't ever- have this huge interest of going there again. I think if I was more of a Marvel person, maybe it would be a bigger draw just because of the fact of what they have there, but I'm not. So, eh. yeah. yeah. Trevor, I mean, have you ever I- seen anybody famous at Disneyland? No, I've never been that lucky, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, supposedly there there is lots of famous people that show up in the parks from time to time. That because uh, the the weird thing about Disneyland is because it's a lot. Um, it, it is definitely a lot smaller and a lot more local people go. Um, yeah, you, you do stand the chance to have something like that happened there more than anywhere else. Like, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, um, they, they had the cast from uh, the new haunted mansion movie. They were actually working at the haunted mansion in Disney. Oh, were they? Like, I didn't see yeah, that. Like, no. Yeah. yeah uh, which um, uh, like, I, I mean, I just, for me, it would be like, like Jamie Lee Curtis running into her at haunted mansion would be like crazy. Like that. Well, they had that thing where yeah. Johnny Depp was doing, was uh, being, uh, yeah, Jack Sparrow Jack, on Jack Sparrow Pirates, in yeah. Pirates for a while, like he was in the ride acting like Jack Sparrow. I mean, that kind of stuff is really cool that they do that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, th- there's a higher chance of that happening, I guess, in in California than than Florida. So, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you see the one? I I meant to send this to you guys. If you didn't, did you see the guy that like one of the creators of Phineas and Ferb like went on uh, Rise of the Resistance and it broke down, and so he called. While he was broken down and he was stuck on it, he called uh, Scott uh, Trowbridge, the guy that created Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> like the the, imag- the lead Imagineer for Galaxy's Edge. Apparently, was it he Dan Pavenmeyer that did that. I don't remember the name of the person that did it, but it was yeah. He was he literally was he was. I guess it was broken down for like fifteen minutes, and so jokingly, I guess he knows Scott Trowbridge yeah. is like the the main you know the main. He's pretty much like the main Imagineer at this point, but um. He uh, so I guess he knew him or whatever from college, and so he called them and and was jokingly saying like, "Hey, we're stuck on this ride that you built," <laughs> like, yeah. which is pretty yeah, funny. It was, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking at yeah, it was Dan Povenmire, which doesn't surprise me because he he would do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a funny article. Uh, yeah. really, really weird. But I mean, he even was like, "We were stuck for like 15 minutes. It wasn't that big of a deal." <laughs> yeah, but um, all right, so. Cody says, hey, Yins. I guess Cody's from Pittsburgh. That's the only people I know that say Yins. Um, <laughs> uh, Trevor's probably like, what in the world is this Is this word, Yins? Um, I think we talked about I'm just going to stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pittsburgh word. Uh, my wife and I were discussing this topic a few days ago. The viewpoint of WDW becoming more adult-oriented, adult-centered place, especially over the past five to 10 years with run Disney events, after hours events, Epcot food festivals, expansion of fine dining restaurants, probably more adult focus events that I'm not thinking of right now. Something we hear often when folks come back from their Disney trips, they were surprised that Disney wasn't just a place for just kids. I don't necessarily have a strong opinion either way. I just thought it would be an interesting topic for the show. I I don't know. I feel like it's always been kind of that way though. Like I, I don't know. 
I don't feel like it's become more adult oriented or more adult centered. I mean, obviously they've been putting alcohol in more places in the parks, but I think that's more just because it's a high margin thing that they can do. Right. Like, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I just don't think people realize it. And I think maybe that's kind of the point that he's saying like, Hey, it's just yeah. not for kids. And yeah, but I think that people that go already knew that. Yeah. I don't think it's something. I mean, cause past five years or so, like Epcot food festivals have been longer than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. expansion well, I mean, of fine dining restaurants. I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily, I mean, kids like good food too, but okay. Um, I, I get kind of what he's saying, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's anything new. I was going to say, you know, Pleasure Island was a thing back in that's like the yeah, late that's, 90s. That's, that's, right? just say so <laughs> I, I think it's just that it's changed is what's happened. It, it's yeah. not mm-hmm. that it's a new thing. It's just, you know, Disney has changed. When was the first it. epic, I mean, epic, <laughs> I got epic on the mind, yeah. <laughs> Epcot Food Festival? 1995. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I just Googled that because I was going to say that, too. So go ahead, go ahead Trevor. Continue <laughs> yeah. What you're saying. yeah. Yeah. So so to that point, I, I think it's, you know, maybe it's people, like you said, people are noticing it more um, that there is more adult oriented things to do um, at Disney that um, and, and I think, yeah, I, I think maybe what what's happening is that um, it's that it's that stigma, right? Like, like there, there's a stigma around certain things are for kids. You, you know, it's like the old thing about, you know, you know, cartoons are for kids, which nowadays, you know, there's, there is cartoons that are deliberately targeted at adults. And actually even back when cartoons originally came out, they were not for kids as much as we want to believe. Did you see Nomura yet, by the way? See which? Nomura. No, not yet. Okay. No. Um, it, so, you know, back if you actually look back at like the original like Looney Tunes cartoons, they were not targeted at kids at all. So so but there's been a stigma built over time that, you know, cartoons are for kids. And then same thing with Disney's. It's like, well, Disney's just for kids or it's just for families. Right. Yeah. And I think and I think this is kind of what he's talking about is that people are kind of starting to realize that, you know, hey, there you don't have to go to Disney and ride, you know, the teacups. There is a lot of other things to do that are adult centered well, activities. Like it doesn't always have to it. be for kids, right? Right. The 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 last two rides in theory, while, you know, again, I don't think that they're thrill rides per my definition, but in reality they they probably are, right? You have Guardians and Tron. Yeah, not really. Kid closer ride. to thrill no, rides, yes. Definitely not yeah. kid rides. Yeah, I mean they have yeah, not right? really kid, like kid rides. Yeah. So I get that part of it. I think that there's definitely some of that going on because again, you're not taking a two year old on Tron. No. So no. You know, maybe that's part of it as well. But I think that there's just <clears throat> you have this weird sort of time frame where okay, your kids are two to five, two to whatever. It doesn't necessarily matter, and then they're going to ride these kids rides, right? But if you want to create this long-term audience, you really have to cater to teen to wheelchair, right? Like teen to too old to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where a ride, let's say like Guardians has just a longer shelf life. I'm not riding Dumbo. I mean, why would I? I mean, I know people do, but I'm not. Because again, my feeling about riding Dumbo is I'm taking away from kids that want to ride Dumbo and I don't need to ride Dumbo. So that's okay. I can just not ride Dumbo. But there's a shorter time frame for that sort of ride, I feel like, in general, for most people. 
Yeah, I get that. And and I know what you're saying, Trevor, like about the stigma around like the Disney adults, right? Like the the, the childless <clears throat> millennials that are, you know, that go to and, and you know, listen, that was mm-hmm. my wife and I before we had kids, we went to Disney every year, like uh, by ourselves. And we, so we did. And you probably rode Dumbo. I think we've had um, this discussion before. Yeah, you did. No, I mean, we don't maybe. ride Dumbo. I mean, we don't. I was talking to Tom. I think Tom rode Dumbo. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't think it's a priority. <laughs> it wasn't a priority. Um, I mean, Dumbo's fine. It's not like for me a classic that I need to go on. So, I, I mean, my daughter loves it though. My daughter loves any. Well, of that's fine. You have a kid now. Dumbo. You're allowed to. No, what, I think what Damon was getting at is that you would like push a family out of the way so that you no. and your wife could get on without no. kids, right? No, yeah, no, I no. just don't. I just don't do that. I did I'd do that on more uh, kids get on. I did do that on the Barnstormer, uh, but you know, oh, I, just, I don't ride the Barnstormer either anymore. I just wanted to try it out. Like, no. we, I think we just were bored one trip and we were like, not bored, but like, we were like, what are we going to do next? Oh, we're right by the Barnstormer. Let's just go do that. We've never done it. Might as well. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this fight and I, I don't care who thinks I'm wrong, but if you're riding Barnstormer, you've never ridden Gadget's Go Coaster, which is the same ride, but Gadget's Go Coaster is like a hundred times better. Well, I definitely better. would ride Gadgets over Barnstormer for sure. Because yeah. well, <clears throat> I feel like Gadgets also was catering to an adult audience because what kids are – well, I guess with the new movie. It, but in, It was before, made back when, like, the original one came out. Yeah, so it's, before the new movie, <laughs> so I feel like it's a little <laughs> yeah. more – Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just – I happened to be clicking on YouTube and saw this new Jumanji ride. I didn't realize there was a theme park in Italy. Why is there not a Disney in, in Italy? I don't know. It's a good question. You know, there is all kinds of weird theme parks outside of... Gardaland theme park? It's the yeah, world's yeah, yeah. first Jumanji ride? I, I never even heard of this theme park. Yeah, it's because it's... Because uh, you're it's, not in Europe? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, but I'm just... I'm surprised at what level people or parks are doing things at that is pretty darn close to Disney these days. Yeah, sure. y- You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like Disney needs I mean, to, like, step, step up a up. little bit, man. Yeah. Well, just to go back to our topic a little bit, I so you know part of I think what's going on here though too with all these events and uh, you know festivals and stuff, I think the common denominator here is is just money, right? Like these these are these are all extra events that you pay extra money for, and they make extra money for Disney. So like, I don't know. I think that's really more what it is than anything. Um, and plus, you know, it, it also gets adults to the table, right? Like if if you have a someone who doesn't necessarily want to go to Disney but their kids want to go. Right. Like, obviously, adults make the decision uh, of whether they go or not. And these are things that they could point to, like, oh, well, we'll do the run Disney event and that'll be a thing that I want to do if they don't want to do Disney at all, you know, if they're not into it. So I think it's twofold. I think it's just these extra events they get extra revenue from. And also, it's a draw. It helps it helps bring more people in. So I, I don't necessarily see that as it making it more adult, though. You know, I think it's just by more by happenstance. Like, I don't think their goal is to make it more adult, you know? Yeah, and and I think it's also a matter of phases too, right? Like like there's you know like you said Damon, there there's you know the last two rides have been more thrill ride centric. That doesn't mean that they're just going to keep making those kinds of rides forever, right? Like Absolutely. you you know we may find that you know the next ride is you know more more akin to uh, a dark ride of some sort. Like maybe I don't know, like like maybe they they go back and revisit Mary Poppins and we get, you know, a Mary Poppins centric ride that is, um, you know, targeted at all ages. So, you know, just because the current 
phase is, you know, seeming more th- uh, adult themed or that they're, they're talking about more of that stuff doesn't mean that Disney's not going to go back and, you know, look at the, more of those all ages things in the but future. Do you th- but yeah. do you think an all ages ride is going to ever be kind of an e-ticket ride ever again? I, I mean, <sighs> hmm. You're saying it has to have a, a height restriction to be an e-ticket ride, basically? Like, it has to be... No, no, no. It doesn't intense. have to have a height restriction, but I feel like it's got to be a semi-sort of thrill ride to be an e-ticket ride going forward. I mean, I don't know, though, because I like... I mean, I like Mickey and Minnie's, to me, is like a really... Is a very family ride that is... I, I think is an e-ticket Yeah, attraction. I guess so. But, yeah, yeah, I mean... But will that continue to happen going forward? I don't know. I think it but, has to. Yeah. Because um, they they can't the, the, if if Disney loses that you know um, it, okay I'm gonna go back and quote Walt Disney is that you know the you know when he opened Disneyland he said you know this place is for everyone right yeah. so if Disney suddenly changed um, changed course and they they just started excluding particular age groups or they started like, you know what? Yeah. We don't really do like young kids stuff anymore. Um, well, I think that kind of undermines their. So Ratatouille values. and guardians, right? Yeah. Well, so yeah, I was just going to say between before, Tr- I mean, after Tron and guardians, we have Moana, which anybody can do. Right. Yeah. And then before those two, we had Ratatouille and Mickey and Minnie. So like, I mean, it's, it's kind of balanced. So, you know, like those are rides for everybody. And then the last two I don't, more. Thrilling. Yeah, Moana, I don't necessarily. I mean, I'm curious to see it, but is it a ride? I mean, I don't. It's a walk. It's an attraction. Yeah, it's an attraction. So we'll see yeah, how yeah. it does. I'm just curious about what the next ride is going to be. We really don't have anything outside no. of Splash Mountain Redo to, to mm-hmm. kind of latch onto. And I think that's a little disappointing, but I'm curious to see what that will be. Will it be another ride along the lines of Guardians and Tron? I we're gonna have to see. I mean, because there's no way we really have no idea what they're gonna do next, right? Even the stuff that they previewed, they didn't really tell us what those rides are gonna be, right? Like they just kind of said we're gonna do these lands, maybe, but they didn't say like what kind of rides are gonna yep. be in each one of those. I, I mean, I do tend to believe that we're gonna get announcements before the end of the year of what the plans are, but I I think they're still, you know, I think it's still in flux. I think they're still working on it. So, and I uh, still think that they're waiting to see. Right, they're they're waiting to lay down the SmackDown once Epic Universe maybe gets a specific sure. release date. You know, again, we know it's twenty five, but we don't have a date in mind. You know, maybe they're waiting to hold off some information until then. That could be too. Yeah, I mean, they really know how to time. So their for, for having nothing to talk about, we're almost an hour in. I know. I know. <laughs> so Dan wants to know: Have you seen the new Sphere in Las Vegas? Would you? Yeah. Would you what would you think if they upgraded Spaceship Earth to support that level of capability? I, I have a lot of thoughts about this. The Sphere is very cool. It also costs two point three billion dollars, so I don't see that coming anytime to Spaceship Earth. Um, but I also just like it's a flat screen on the Sphere, right? So like you can't do that on Spaceship Earth because honestly, I think people would like freak out if you remove the iconic geodesic, you know, piece of it, right? Like it's that's that's it looks like a golf ball. That's what it looks like. If you try to make it smooth and all screens, I feel like people would hate that. I mean, I don't know. You don't think so? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm watching the. I mean, the video sphere is really right darn cool. The sphere is really yeah. cool. No, I don't get me yeah, wrong; like, it's really cool. <laughs> it, it, it opens itself up to a, way more possibilities than what Spaceship Earth has 
yeah right now it so kind of just it, made like everyone was like oh look at the lights on spaceship earth it is so cool wait no we're like no it's yeah, not really it's, that cool anymore because this is way cooler because the, the thing about this is that you can still you can still mimic that uh the geodesic sphere yeah you could look. make epcot on this and thing then, too but then you can actually like this is this is where it gets crazy it's like if you've seen those um uh, you've seen those screens where like it, it looks 3D. Like I, I'm thinking of the ones where like it wraps around the side of a building and it looks like there's like water inside the building sloshing it around. 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like like that that almost opens itself up to. And again, it's very very hard to do with it with a, a sphere as well. But but to all kinds of crazy 3D effect. Oh, excuse me. 3D effects that you wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't get with the current uh the current uh setup that they have like yeah. it's, i don't know man this this yeah. this crazy jack-o-lantern for halloween i mean yeah that's ridiculous yeah. like i'd be on board with that for disney yeah, I, it, listen I, it's really I cool not, i agree <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I would not be mad if they did that with spaceship earth because it it seems like it would be you know, next evolution, right? It like yeah. it would. But it would also it would also be disappointing because it's already been done bigger and better, and true. that would make me be like, "Do Disney for real?" Like the other, the other hard part too would be, and this was the same thing we saw with uh, with the the barges for in um, uh, where is it around uh, World Showcase? Yeah, yeah, the the harmonious barges was when we were there for the hurricane. Um, those screens did get damaged and there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, something like spaceship earth. Um, I think because of, you know, just because of it being in Florida, having a bunch of screens like that, like then it's every time, basically every year, somebody's having to go through and like you end up with like a section of it is just broken. Right. And it's, it doesn't work. And that you know for for the hey that looks cool for part of the time but then if you happen to be there at the wrong time and it's just like an ugly green screen <laughs> um yeah i don't think i would appreciate it nearly as much as the the current spaceship earth i, <laughs> so, I saw somebody i saw yeah. somebody post what i assume was a photoshop of like the windows update screen being on the sphere like, <laughs> yeah. like that's all i think of right like but I, you know, to your point, Trevor, that's true, I, and I do wonder if that's going to happen with the sphere too, because I mean, they get like really bad dust storms in Vegas sometimes, you know, and the, I'm I, I'm sure it could get damaged somehow. And what do you do then? But I mean, I it's not either. hurricane level. You're right. Yeah, like stuff flying around. I guess is the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I yeah. I mean, I do think it's very cool. I like I like the simplicity of the lights on Spaceship Earth. I think it's it brings a different kind of aspect than the screens. But I mean, the mm-hmm. screen would be cool too. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think it's just a, it's not even like a um, I don't know. I just like the simplicity of it and kind of the way they make designs and the way it moves and stuff like that. But like like you said, if you look at the sphere, it's like the a much higher level than that. But again, I don't think Disney's going to spend a billion dollars to to put that on the outside of Spaceship Earth. However much you, you it know, cost, what, but you know, you know what they should have done is instead of the Stargate for um, Harmonious they should have taken this and like upgraded um what was it called before why am i forgetting illuminations oh yeah 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 they, they should have upgraded you, that show 
Yeah, because it, because it was that sphere that they, they had they had a sphere that was projecting images, but it was very like low quality it because it was twenty years old, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. if they if they'd taken this and put that put it there, that would have been far more valuable to me than redoing all of Spaceship Earth. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, so All right. I'm going to answer Justin's real question really quick because, and I feel like I had, I felt like I had to take this because we are technically a DVC podcast, right? So, okay. <laughs> um, so Justin wants to know what what does UCR mean on DVC contracts? I've always been confused by that. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the simplest way to to say it is that it just it's the month each year when you re- receive your new allotment of points, right? So, like. If your use year is March, that's when you get your points every year. Just kind of pretend like in the world of DVC that that's when your year starts. That's your January, right? Like that's that's kind of how you have to look at it. I mean, I feel like that's the simplest way to explain it. I don't know if you want to go deeper so, than that. but So I, I actually brought this up on dvcinfo.com. So so Justin, if you're if you're wanting to, you know, go go check out dvcinfo.com. What they say on there, and I think like kind of like what you're saying is they say in a nutshell, it marks the time each year when you receive your new allotment of vacation points, you have one year to use those points before they expire. And then you can bank your use year into the next year. Yeah. So if it's or, March, it goes yeah. from March to March, right? Like your year goes from March to March, right? Exactly. So, yeah. um, so the, the whole thing around use year is, um, e- when you're buying, if you're looking to buy a contract, you do want to think about, um, when you travel, because you, if you, if you traditionally travel, like, you know, around, let's say, you know, April timeframe, you don't want your user to be in April because then you run into a situation where depending on when you're traveling, your points may actually be expiring on you before you can use them. Or you may be waiting to, to get your points before you can travel, which like you, you kind of want to, you kind of want to try and have your user be, away from your regular travel times, if that makes sense, because then it just kind of rolls over year to year. And um, yeah, so I I would, I would say, Justin, you know, uh, dvcinfo.com as you know, the the website implies has a lot of good information about it. Um, I would, uh, there is a whole section in there on um, what use your means. And they actually have some examples of how it works. If that, uh, if that's useful for, for you or for anybody else that that's listening to this. Cause yeah, I, I get it. You know, use here can be confusing even for, for myself. You know, I've been caught a couple of times where I'm like, Oh, you know, we can book this trip in May. And then I start looking at it's like, Oh, I would actually have to borrow points from the next year because I don't have enough points. Um, in May of that year, like, like it, it, it does get confusing because it doesn't just roll over like on the calendar year. It's whatever year your whatever month your use year is determined when you bought the contract. Yeah. 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 That's, that's right. it. So b- before you run into this ad, I, I, I've been looking at this ride, this Jumanji ride and thinking <laughs> if Disney could ever do anything. This, so they're doing, there's a ride and then a labyrinth. <clears throat> Right. So the labyrinth has 2000 plants, 30 different species. It looks, you know, like Jumanji. I just could Disney pull off something like that. Like, is that a possible walk through labyrinth? Is that what Moana is going to be? I'm so kind of now curious to see how they're going to facilitate the, the walking and the walkthrough of Moana. And if that works out well. Could they do something that is more of an experience than even Moana, where, like I said, this labyrinth looks kind of cool. And, and there's definitely things that they could do 
with that. I mean, I I don't think that they couldn't pull it off. I mean, they. <laughs> well, I want to see how Moana goes first, but this thing, this labyrinth, looks kind of neat. Like it's you know people walking through a labyrinth of Jumanji. That's I mean, it almost looks I mean, like that, a ride, like um, like a walk through haunted like, house, like a, like a queue almost, like the pre queue sort of thing. It looks pretty neat, though. I don't know. I, mean, I just like, feel like that would be that difficult to pull off. I mean, it's just a no. I'm just. I'm wondering if Moana is going to be something kind of similar, maybe not a labyrinth per se, but something like of yeah. that. You know, know, and then you know, good good thought. Like you know, haunted house doesn't necessarily you know a haunted house sort of walkthrough doesn't necessarily have to be a haunted house, right? It could be the house from uh, you know Encanto or something like that. It could be mm-hmm. anything per se. But I just. I liked um, walking through Swiss Family Robinson, and I just I kind of wish that there was something like that. So we'll see how Moana does. Yeah, I, I don't know if Moana is meant to necessarily be that, you know, like a labyrinth, right? But <laughs> No, no, no. I don't think it's meant yeah. to be a labyrinth, but yeah. it'll be curious to see how they do the, the walkthrough, like how they'll cap it and, you know, how they'll let people do it. Because I think the one thing, again, that my knock on Navi is that I just wish you couldn't see the boat in front of you all the time. And right. And if they did that, that would just mean less people on it, but it would make for a greater ride experience. So they've kind of, you know, done something where, you know, they feel like it's good enough where I wish it was something that was, you know, I really couldn't see the ride boat behind me or in front of me. I mean, I guess they could have just like made it like super windy or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like constantly turning. So you're never seeing. Well, well, that's why I wonder like if a labyrinth, an indoor labyrinth, you could kind of pull that off and still have a fair amount of people going through it. We'll yeah. See. I don't know. All right. Add time, I guess. Okay. This week it is a DVC rental store. A DVC rental store, a world of DVC company offers magical vacations at an incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC rental store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and built in and a built-in cancellation policy for as every reservation. As always, DVC rental store pays out the most for members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 382-7368. And when you talk to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you or uh, select us on the dropdown when it uh, when the site asks you where you heard about them. All right. I'm just, okay. Now I'm just ha- having to look at this Jumanji, right? Because you're talking I'm, about it. So yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, since, yeah, since you were talking about it, I've, I've, I was watching the ride through of the, uh, of the Jumanji adventure and it's it's almost Disney level. And the reason I say almost is that there's a couple of spots in the ride where there's like weird transitions between rooms where it doesn't like they didn't theme it right. So it just looks yeah. like a like a just a box. As you look next, though, look at this jungle rapids ride for a water ride. And it makes me feel like that's what water rides should all be like. I'm also uh, just noting too the the actual ride vehicle here is like it feels like they tried to do like the like the same kind of ride vehicle for it's like a trackless ride vehicle that looks like it's trying to be a truck but it's it looks like the ones for dinosaur and Indiana Jones but they did yeah. the trackless but it just it's like not well themed like you could just it, see the cutoff of the tires and you just have yeah, stickers it's, it's, it's a larger it's a larger yeah. trackless ride but yeah like you said it's you know 
they're getting close. Like the, the, the one thing that I think Disney does still have is that they, they can theme and they can hide things a lot better than most places do. Like they actually think about that. Um, this is just like, it's a good ride. Like it looks like it would be, it would be fun. It's just not quite at that, at that same level for, for theming, I guess. Well, it's, I read that it was cost $21 million to make. And I think if Disney made it, it probably would have cost like $200 million. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, anyway, so what were we talking about? <laughs> Where were we? Uh, we were going to do a random ride. Oh, that's here, right. We we're going to do a random ride. Weren't we? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do, I'm I gonna need do to stop that. looking at YouTube videos of parks that I can never get to. <laughs> Did you look at jungle river rapids though? No, I, oh, yeah. at some point, look at it. It's pretty yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that after we're done in the episode. Um, so, all right, here we go. Spin the wheel. Yeah. Okay. So this week we have alien swirling saucers. Truly an unfortunate uh, ride with uh, an abbreviation, as far as abbreviations go. Um, yes. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I, so, and we were actually, you know, I, 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 we've talked about this ride before. This is a surprisingly fun ride, right? Like it doesn't look like much, but I mean, I know mm-hmm. for me, when I was a kid, we would always go to like Dorney Park, uh, in Pennsylvania and they always, they had a, a whip ride. Have you ever been yeah. on the whip? And like that ride is just, you know, the whip is like super old, but it like really is, it's just fun. Like it's just one of those rides where you just like laugh and like have a good time on it. And this ride is almost like the whip. It's, it's not completely the whip, but it's, it's like a, the next iteration of, of the whip. And it's worth noting that the same ride is basically the same ride system is used in two different places with different themes. So like over at uh, California Adventure, uh, Major Shunker Jamboree, and then Tokyo Disneyland's Happy Ride with Baymax. It's the exact same ride. It's just they themed it differently, right? So yeah. But I really like this ride. I, I honestly, I we went on it without my daughter one time, and then once my daughter was tall enough, we brought her on it, and she she really loved it. Um, it's, I think, you know, it's, again, it's one of those rides that just kind of makes you smile and laugh. It's not the most intense thing in the world, but it's more than you think it's going to be when you get on it. Yeah. I, you know, to, to your point, it's actually funny. Um, we, so (laughs) we have, um, uh, locally there, there's a park here called heritage park, which they, they capture a lot of, um, uh, stuff from, from different eras. So like it goes all the way back to like, early 1900s and whatnot. And, and so th- what they've done is they, they brought um, like, like they've actually moved like houses and buildings and stuff into this park as a, as a historical park, but then they also have a fully functioning midway. And one of the rides they have there is the whip, but it's from like 1912. Yeah. So it's an original so, whip, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. And, and so, and it's funny because you can actually see like, you can see all the mechanisms and stuff and, it, it runs, they, they now run it off of, um, or they, they have an electric motor running it, but previously it was actually run off of like, it was like a gas or a diesel engine, which was just hilarious. Cause it like, it, it was, it, you could get a headache if you stood there long enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the funny thing is, is that this, like you said, this type of ride, so like swirling saucers, Mater's junkyard jamboree, all these rides, they, when you stand there and look at them, they don't, look like a lot but when you get on it like it's they're they're um look back to what we we're talking about you know with family rides they are a really great family ride because they're yeah. not they're not it's not super fast 
but it, it, you know, because of the fact that it has that whip motion to it. So you'll kind of get like, you'll, you'll, you'll get a quick burst of speed and then, you know, kind of slows down as you're coming in between, um, or in, in the case of swirling saucers, like you're going in between the plates as it's, as it's rotating around. So, um, you know, I, I, I always find it, um, it's great because like you said, you know, you'll see, you'll see adults on it laughing and and just like, like, you you know, having a great time, but then you see kids on it as well. Like, like everyone has the same reaction to this ride. Yeah. It's not that, that, you know, kids come off terrified or whatever. Like it's just, it's it's just a fun ride. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny because I just looked up the whip on Wikipedia, Trevor, and so mm-hmm. two of the oldest whips operating are Dorney Park, which I mentioned, and Kennywood Park, which I've actually been to on both of the whips uh, listed in this article. I went to the one at Kennywood and the one at Dorney Park, and it also says another whip in operation is Heritage Park in Calgary. So yes, <laughs> there's, yep. I mean, there's only like four or five that are left, and uh, you know we've been on some of them, so. <laughs> Not maybe not not everybody knows even what we're talking about since they're so uh, they're so rare at this point. But um, to your point, the ones that the one at Dorney Park and Kennywood were uh, the one at Dorney Park was ma- manufactured in 1918, still going strong, and then uh, the one at Kennywood 1926. Um, so I mean, these are really very it's very old ride. But like I said, this is just an iteration on it. Obviously, it's 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 different, but it's um it's it's definitely like the next level of it. So yeah, so like I said, I mean, I you know, listen, I. It's interesting because not everything I think about this a lot, right? Like, cause it, it does kind of bother me sometimes when Disney just throws in like a, um, off the shelf kind of ride, you know, which this is an mm-hmm. off the shelf ride. This is a off the shelf flat ride, but they made it, they themed it up. Right. But you know, and you, I also have to remind myself sometimes that not everything can be the $200 million, you know, crazy immersive ride that they build. Right. Like they have to have not everything should be. Yeah, it's not that it can. It's not that everything should be it, that that's that's not a good way to think about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah. So I, listen, if you haven't been on this, ride, I, I like I, like you were saying, it's just a fun ride. It just makes you laugh, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, also, yeah. I mean, yeah, good. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say for, for me, it, like you're you're hitting that same age that. Uh, so, you know, the first time I took my son, we, we took him to Disneyland when he was four. So. You know, we started off with, you know, not, not, not this or not like Mater's, which is in California Adventure, but like, like similar rides to that. And then like, we took him again when he was six. And then at that age, um, I, I think we rode Mater's Junkyard Jamboree one time, like, I want to say like seven or eight times. Like we just kept getting back in line for it because my, my son enjoyed it so much. Like it was, it's just one of those, um, it's one of those great in-between rides that um, like it's it's not Dumbo because because Dumbo like, like, you know, like Damon was saying, you know, Dumbo is for very much for little kids and it's it's a very smooth, you know, not much to it. This is like that next step up where, you know, it's it's not crazy, but it's you know, it's a little more exciting than Dumbo, but it 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 just doesn't um, like I said, it doesn't scare kids is the thing. Like I said, my, my kid got on it. He was like, you know, that was fun. And then, and then, you, you know, we, we left, we did other things and then we came back. He's like, I want to go on that again. And it's like, okay. Like we, and, and he was just fixated on it, which I, I, I think the, you know, like you said, as much as, as much as people want to think that Disney needs to keep doing, you know, the big crazy rides, you know, having some of these rides 
it, it fills a niche, right? Yeah, it does. That that I, I don't think a lot of people realize. I totally agree. I, I I just have to remind myself of that sometimes. But I mean, again, they took an off the shelf ride and like themed the heck out of it, right? Like it's yeah, it is very very well themed to Toy Story, and uh, you know the other versions of it are very well themed to their areas too. So, um, yeah, I. Again, I, I, I this is one of those rides that uh, that they put in. You know, it's fairly recent. I mean, it's only what four, five years ago now. I think guess it was twenty eighteen for yeah, Toy Story. Uh, so sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 definitely fun. It's got a good soundtrack too. I have to say, it's got a it's got a fun soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, although, and, that, and that's that's the fun thing too is that yeah, every, every time the ride runs, they do they change up the soundtrack a little bit, right? Like there, it doesn't yeah. always play the same song, right? So. Well, I was going to say, you can only hear, uh, you've got a friend in me in, uh, like electronic kind of, uh, you know, tones and beeps and boops and stuff so many times, but it, you're mm-hmm. right. It does, it does kind of switch up and there, there's a fun cue too. There's, you know, well-themed cue and everything. So, um, definitely a good one. This, yeah. ne- this be, good. Be prepared. You know, your daughter may, you may go with, with your daughter and this may be that ride that, you know, if you're at Hollywood studios that she's. You know, like my son, you know, she's asking to line up like four or five times to get on it. <laughs> you know, we did we did take her on it. So she's been on it. She yeah. really loved it. But she didn't ask to go back on it again. The one that she asked us to go on a million times was Triceratops Spin at Animal Kingdom. We, I think we went on that ride 10 times when we were there. I, she just kept wanting wow. to go back. on. I, she was obsessed with it. I don't know why. Maybe because it was dinosaurs. I don't know. But that's what she was obsessed. It's, with. it's Dumbo with dinosaurs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's Dumbo with yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But she absolutely loved that. I mean, and also Aladdin to the flying carpets. Basically, any ride that's the Dumbo type of ride, the spinning ride that with the cars go up and down, that's my daughter's in love with. So, I mean, that'll change okay. obviously, but you know, that's what she was in love with this past time. I will tell you, we've been watching. Uh, you know, every once in a while when I'm trying to run out the clock till bedtime, and I think every parent knows what I mean, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you try to run out the clock sometimes. So I, you know, every once in a while will pop up random YouTube videos. And um, so I said to her, I was like, hey, do you want to watch some videos of like roller coasters? And she was like, sure. So I showed her like Slinky Dog and then I showed her like Big Thunder and like Seven Dwarves. And she's like, she's telling me she wants to go on all these things now watching them on video and actually getting up to them and doing it two different things. Mm-hmm. But I it's, it, I'm surprised by it, right? Like, cause we tried to get her to go on barnstormer last time that we were there. She was really iffy about it. We did get her to go on that roller coaster at the Peppa pig theme park. Um, but you know, like it, we haven't really pushed her onto roller coasters. I think this next trip next year, we will try to get her to try some roller coasters. I mean, she's tall enough at this point to go on pretty much everything, right? Like there's, there's only a few like really intense things that she can't go on. Right. Cause like once you hit that 42 mark, like most of the rides at Disney are like, if, if they have a height restriction or 42, there's a couple that have, you know, a higher restriction that there's she can't. 48, do. I think is the highest for like, yeah. Health like, or, Incredible yeah, like, coaster. Sorry. Almost she can't do like Space Mountain. She can't do, um, I'm trying to remember which ones. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, I think she's too short for still. Um, yep. You know, there's a couple of those more intense ones that she just can't do yet. But, you know, like we'll do, we'll try the other ones. We'll definitely try to get her on them. I mean, you know, I, I will, I told my wife already, if we're going to do Big Thunder though, that she needs to ride with, with her because, um, you know, I'm not the skinniest guy in the world and you have the one bar all the way across. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, oftentimes even when I ride with my wife, there's a bit of a gap <laughs> for her in between the bar and herself. So I'm like, yeah, I, we don't need like a, you know, 
a, a foot gap between the uh, between the bar and and my daughters though um yeah but anyway we're, we're gonna try yeah. that next time around so yeah and yeah like i said you, you'll be surprised that um you know my my son was the same way like we we started off like with the you know the the slower rides and whatever and then yeah it was it was about like that six to eight age range he would like he wanted to go on everything and then it, the 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 culmination of that was he got fixated on tower of terror oh and and yeah that that became his go-to ride for one of our trips which yeah it, you know sounds sounds great but I, I, again like like when when he's asking to go on at the same amount as you know you know riding <laughs> riding something like maters it uh um yeah you, you or I, I was starting to feel it, I guess. Was After a while, he, yeah. yeah. He he was good. I was, you know, I was toughing it out by the end. But, uh, yeah, the, you know, just uh, I, I guess, you know, something to be cognizant of is that, that your daughter may get to a point where she wants to ride the stuff. And between you and your wife, you got to figure out a plan for, you know. Can you between the two of you? Can you handle it as much as your daughter wants to do it? Well, that's simple for Tower of Terror. I'll just have my wife do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after she's ridden it eight times, she may not uh, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think we've done that one. Uh, mm-hmm. This next news item, I'm sure you're excited about, Trevor. Um, so, uh, Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs coming to Disney's Boardwalk, and this is a, a Disneyland uh, import uh, that's coming over to Disney World. Yeah, the this is this is the corn dog stand in downtown Disney. So it's not it, it's it's not the um or, or there's the the little red wagon in Disneyland, which is another yeah. corn dog place. This one offers like there's still really good corn dogs, but this is like the uh the pickle dog, which is you know the hot dog with the pickle, then it's battered and fried and all that. So so you you'll get some weird, interesting corn dogs from this place, but they'll be good corn dogs. That's that's the big thing. Is that that's the important like, thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, so so this is a, a good reason to go over to Boardwalk if you're uh, itching for a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> they also have the Golden Dragon uh, Old yeah. Beef Hot Dog crusted with panko breadcrumbs and served with a side of sriracha mayo, t- sweet Thai chili, and a mandarin. Okay. Yeah. I said it's they're different, like like they 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 like experimenting with corn dogs, which is it was a good thing. Like, like don't get me wrong, I like just a, you know a straight corn dog, but it's also you know nice to have something different to try, and and that's yeah, obviously that, that's been a thing in downtown Disney for a while. Um, I don't even remember when they opened it in downtown Disney. It's just kind of been there as long as I remember. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, uh, kind kind of neat that they're um or I, I'm surprised that it ended up at boardwalk and not at Disney Springs. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting place to put it, but I do feel yeah. like it's a, it's a good place to put it. Cause like, like it corn fits. dogs. Yeah. It, 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 evo- yeah. the boardwalk evokes corn dogs to me, right? Like that's that, that's like a good boardwalk food that you can walk around while you're eating it. You know, you can walk the boardwalk while you're eating it. Um, yeah, no, I think it totally fits. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. look out for corn dogs. <laughs> uh so we're getting our first look now because the food and wine festival is is upon us uh just a couple more weeks till food and wine i'm sure a lot of people are very excited uh so one of the big things that they've noted here is that uh one of the new experiences is experiences they're going to have is uh 
something at the at the brew wing lab uh, at the odyssey is going to have uh beaker <laughs> uh b- Honeydew and Beaker are uh, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, I should say, the, his full name, mm-hmm. are going to be doing some sort of like show, I guess. Is that what they're doing yeah. here? Yeah, I or, mean. Or yeah, something. I mean, yeah, is it I like a live show throughout the day? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Or hold on. Um, what is it? What's the description of it? Joint, it says, yeah, Joy. Yeah, join join yeah, join Doctor Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker as they experiment with tasty flavors at the Brewing Lab, which that that implies that yeah, the Odyssey there's going to be there's going to be a live Muppet show going on while you eat wings. I mean, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's not kind of awesome. It's really awesome. That, I'm, that is I'm glad, awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that they're bringing the Muppets. Uh, into, like I love whenever they bring the Muppets in the parks for this random stuff. Remember, like that short show that they had over at like Liberty Square where they just had the Muppets and like Windows doing like a like this. Oh yeah, this to the America thing. And yeah, I love like, that. That was amazing. Yeah, and the fact that they're bringing this. Um, and you know, also too, there's that that um that robot that they have too, where where it's the two of the, these two. Uh, where it was like a streetmosphere thing that they have, they haven't done it. I feel like in a couple of years, but there was that show that they used to do. So like the fact that they're doing a food and wine thing with this, I just love. I think it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. And so they're gonna have you're gonna have a chance to sample some of their kooky concoctions, like unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty Scotch bonnet pepper curry wings. That is the longest name I've ever seen for a food food item ever. <laughs> Coming in at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine words. <laughs> or the pickle milkshake. Would you try a pickle milkshake? I would. Would just, you? Yeah. Just, just purely out of curiosity. I'm not, I'm, I'm not expecting that it would be good, but I'm sure that they would figure out how to make it. Make it palatable. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think about how, like. I mean, pickles and milk just don't go together in any. Really don't. Actually, that's not true because you get like you can get like dill pickle dip, which is like yeah, that's true. Creamy and and dill. So okay, maybe maybe it'd be like a like. There are like people that drink pickle, pickle juice, yeah. right? Like that's a thing. People drink yeah. pickle juice. You know, like um, you know, I wouldn't do it, but there, I mean, there are people that do. So mm-hmm. um. I they I also want to mention here too. So they're going to be adding uh, they're you know twenty five global marketplaces. Um, they have returning uh, the fry basket flavors from from Fire Canada, India, Spain, um, and then they're going to add four new mar- marketplaces later in the fall uh, for the hundredth anniversary called Char and Chop, Wine and Wedge, Bubbles and Brine, and Swirled Showcase. They're going for an alliteration thing here, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but that's cool. Uh, I also saw too, and I didn't put this in the article, Trevor, but there was, uh, I guess there's something, uh, some sort of Canadian, uh, thing called a beaver tail that is coming back to, are you aware of this beaver tail thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Beaver tails are awesome. Yeah. So I guess they (laughs) used to have beaver tails at the festival years ago, like a long time ago. And it was like a festival favorite and they're bringing it back this year. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Beaver tails. So we, um, they're, uh, you usually see them at like fairs and stuff. And actually I think even here, um, like, like they're, they're kind of, or they're very much like a touristy thing. Like you, or I guess it's, it'd be like, you know, getting, you know, getting a corn dog at the fair kind of thing. But, um, they, the thing about beaver tails is that you can get them in all kinds of different 
um, flavor combinations. So like it, it's it's kind of like a funnel cake, I guess. But you get um, like you can get them, you know, like strawberry shortcake. You can get peanut butter. You can get chocolate. So uh, it, it's very much just a dessert thing. And yeah, I'm I'm wondering how like. I'm betting that they won't, it won't be like a full or like up here, like beaver tails, like, like you go into like a shop and it, they just like, it's just beaver tails. Right. Like, I, I don't know if I can see them doing all of them, I guess, or all that, like if, if, how many options, options are going to yeah. be. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I just saw the article that it was, uh, that it was going to be, it was going to be offered. Um, and although it's funny cause I don't really see it on this menu that we're looking at. Um, but yeah, apparently this is a thing that's happening. So, uh, yeah, so here, here's the article. Uh, it's, uh, iconic beaver tails returning to Epcot. Um, they'll be served at the refreshment port just outside. So there we're usually where I usually get regular poutine at the refreshment port mm-hmm. there. That's where they're going to have them. Yeah, exactly. I, it looks like it's just one. It's just a cinnamon sugar one, Trevor. So it's a c- cinnamon sugar oh, beaver okay. tails. So. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's okay. i usually go for the peanut butter the the chocolate peanut butter one is my favorite but chocolate peanut okay yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, so it looks like uh yeah they haven't it's it's a but i i I don't remember it ever being there but they said um what's been gone for 15 years this article said so 15 years ago they had them you probably so they were at the canada pavilion from what i'm reading here which yeah yeah probably just walked right by them and didn't didn't notice what it was 15 years yeah. ago i mean <laughs> i trying to remember i mean I, I definitely i don't think i went to food and wine 15 years ago so that i remember but um i also have to say though too just getting off food for a second like some of this merch is really cool i actually really um i really like the the jacket that they're selling like the logo they have this year i feel like is kind of cool um, like there's like an interesting kind mm-hmm. of style of Mickey drawn, like even this backpack, I'm not into the tiny backpacks, but like the Epcot design of it is very cool. And, um, I, the Dooney and Burke bag, like that's an awesome design. I mean, I wish it were in something besides a bag because obviously I'm not going to carry a purse around, but, um, I'll go, although they're calling it a tote bag. So, mm, okay. <laughs> but, is it is it i mean yeah it, lo- it looks like my wife's purse it's just it looks like a purse yeah, yeah i don't know what yeah. they're calling it but i like it though it's a very cool design i i think it's a uh, really it's I, I like what they're doing this year with this you know what i would or my only um knock on it is or i i guess like you know i food and wine is great and all and, and i know that you know they love selling the food and wine merch for something like this i actually feel like take like if it wasn't if it didn't have the Mickey and Minnie, like the food and wine aspect to it, if it was just like the Epcot stuff, yeah. like, like the buildings, I think that would be a lot better. So like, you wait, you're like saying that, take Mickey and Minnie off of it completely? Yeah. And just make it like an Epcot bag, like, like not, or like you could still have like the food and wine tag on it, but I feel like it would like, I don't know. I, like, I, I feel it would work better as just like an Epcot thing, not, not I mean, just promoting food and wine, but it's fair. that's my only knock on, on that particular bag. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, I I like it, but are, mm-hmm. are these what is this yeah. hamburger thing? Is that are those coasters? What what is that? I I was trying to figure that out. I'm um, I'm thinking they're coasters, but I can't really tell. It looks like a fake hamburger, it's, right? It's a, it's a stemless wine glass. Yeah, they're they're coasters. Yeah, they're coasters. Okay, yeah, they're, they're burger coasters. <laughs> I mean, I it's cool. It's different, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And the ears they have too. It looks like their theme this year is choose your course. You know, meaning course as in like food mm-hmm. course. <laughs> yeah. I like it though. I mean, I, I'm I'm sad I'm not going to be a food and wine this year. I feel like I've been a food and wine the past couple years, and uh, it's it's sad that I'm not going to make it this year. So this is a bummer, but. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> it is what it is. Well, but but I mean, you know, like we said earlier, you know, like food and wine has been going on for forever now. And and yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it, to to your point, you know, yeah, we kind of get used to going at a certain time of year. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's I think it's good to, see, you know, it's good to see this stuff. But then also, you know, I'm not missing any of this, I guess, yeah. is my only thing. Like, I, I'm not feeling like I'm missing out. It's like, oh, that's cool. But. Um, I'm not, I'm not too hurt that I can't get there to get any of this merch this year. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, so you want to, the, the menus are also out too. Um, so I, I mean, I'm assuming I, it's interesting because usually years past they posted like all of this in the Disney parks blog, but they have not mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, so I, I'm relying on, uh, on other websites that have gone through the, the food and wine website and gone through the, uh, the menus here. But, um, I'm just looking for things that are newer. I will say so just starting out in like Canada here. Uh, although I guess I skipped over Ireland. Ireland appears uh that it has the same uh the yeah, same menu as last new. year, yeah. but apparently it was you know according to this article it was very good last year, so maybe that's why they didn't change it. Um and then we have uh Canada, uh, you know cheddar they're always going to have the 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 you know uh cheddar and bacon soup like that's just mm-hmm. they always have that soup, right? Yeah. Um, good. Sorry. No. I, I, yeah. The, there's nothing new here. So. Yeah. I mean, they have a they have a filet mignon, but I thought they had that in the past. But. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. They. Yeah. They did. That. That's why. Yeah. Like. Because I remember. Because it, it has the the Borsun, uh yeah. cheese. Uh, potatoes. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Nothing new there. Um, France looks like it's just got drinks. New drinks. Yeah. New drinks. <laughs> They yeah. still have uh, the escargot croissant. Yeah. Although when we went last year, they were out of it consistently. But maybe that's gotten better this year. I know there were more mm-hmm. supply chain issues last year than there were than there are this year. So, um, but you know, I my wife has had that before. Uh, not my cup of tea. Not something I would be getting. But she's more adventurous than I am. So, um, we saw. Uh, so we got Greece uh, with a new item, a plant based right. impossible. Was that moussaka? Yeah, which I've, I've never had a moussaka before, so I don't know what yeah, what what sure. makes a plant based one better or worse. <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah. it's so it's a traditional Greek eggplant casserole made with baked or pan fried eggplants and then some uh, some sort of uh, beef. So that's the uh, it says a rich tomatoey beef or lamb mince. So they're obviously mm-hmm. using impossible yeah. for that instead. So right, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm not up uh, in my uh, Greece, my Greek foods. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it seems interesting. Uh, still, like there, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess you know it is food and wine. They seem to be focusing a lot more on the wine aspect this year because I'm seeing a lot of beverage. Like under the beverages, there's new a lot bad. of new stuff which uh, you know we usually don't go into too much. But well, Japan uh, I'm not looks a lot pretty of new. Food. Japan looks mm-hmm. new. Um. So. Oh, hey, yeah, hello. There you go. So they have uh they have all Fire these, Tyco uh, roll. Yeah. yeah. That's right up your alley right there, right? Yeah. Su- <laughs> a sushi roll with tuna, cucumber, daikon radish, served with a spicy sauce. Yeah. That's that sounds great. 
Yeah. And then the teriyaki chicken bun is back, which I, I I've mm-hmm. feel like I've seen people in the past say that that's, that's a really favorite. That's a like festival favorite, right? Yeah, it does I mean, seem well, like to keep the festival favorites around, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, steam buns in general, like I'm, I'm a sucker for, for, for steam, steam buns. buns. Yeah. <laughs> They're just good. Like, like the, I don't know the, the, the dough, like the dough with, you know, the filling and everything is just perfect. Like, why would you, why would you mess with it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Flavors of America has a pretty much full mm-hmm. menu here. Uh, so they have an Italian hot beef sandwich. Okay. That's that's yeah. um, that's a thing that a lot of people like. <laughs> and then there's the seafood, seafood stew. Um, and then a corn tortilla chip with salsa verde, ranchero chicken, queso fresco, and cilantro lime crema, and a soft poached egg. Hmm. Okay. And this is all the America? That's an, yeah, that's the American pavilion. Okay. Interesting. I mean, the, these are all like. I wish we had pictures. I'm sad we don't have pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like an, an Italian hot beef sandwich. I guess that's you know that's a very American the, thing. The hot beef sandwich feels very American to me. Maybe the seafood yeah. stew. They're going like like East Coast kind of. Uh, I mean, I uh, not even. I mean, maybe. I guess. I don't know. Not the East Coast because, places I'm from. Maybe like right, New Orleans I, I, I or something. Guess, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I'm looking at because like I. So I'll be honest. Like like I I know lobster rolls are a thing. I don't get lobster rolls. So yeah. Um. Uh, or I I I've tried a lobster roll. I didn't like it that much. I guess is the thing. So I I don't quite get like like I like seafood, but seafood stew and stuff is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just assuming that it's like you said. You know, maybe it's maybe it's a New Orleans something. So I googled this, yeah. and apparently this fish stew originated in San Francisco. So it's a, actually a West. Oh, okay, Coast. so it's West Coast. Okay, yeah. so I was totally West. wrong. All right, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, so hopping down to Italy. Italy is one of those ones I always see bad reviews for. Although mm-hmm. I've always gotten the stuff there and found it to be tasty. So I I don't know, but um, they've got a whole new menu. So. <laughs> What were you going to say, Trevor? Go ahead. No, I, I'm just agreeing. And... Yeah. So we have this one that's fresh based focaccia, which I love focaccia. Beef, meatballs, tomato sauce, and burrata cheese. I feel like you can't go wrong with that. That sounds delicious. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then uh, cavatelli with sweet sausage ragu and a crispy apple with smoked bacon. Again, that sounds delicious. Uh, it's, I would take that over the first one. I think I'd eat both. Um, <laughs> and then a lemon ricotta cheesecake with vanilla cream and strawberry compote. Okay. That sounds pretty That's good. Easy. I'm a ricotta fan, but you know, you would do yeah, that. I, one? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cheesecake is awesome. And yeah. Lemon and strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. again, easy. Yeah, that's fair. I, I would tough it out even though I don't do dairy. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to skip over Spain. Cause there's nothing new there. Um, and then it looks like Germany's the same, which is actually not a bad thing because yeah. Germany's got some really good stuff. In fact, my favorite thing at the festival is often is always this this pasta gratin dish that they have. It's pasta gratin with ham, onions, and cheese. It's um they give you a huge portion of it. It is delicious. Um, in fact, last year when I got it, I was with my mom at the time. It was just my mom and I for whatever reason. Everybody else wanted to hang back and. Um, we went and got this and she was like, Whoa, this is amazing. I was like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And then apple strudel with, with vanilla sauce. You're not going to get it. Yeah, I, I like the strudel. The strudel yeah. is really good. Yeah. And I mean, bratwurst too. I mean, I just, I understand why I don't change anything there. Like just keep it there. I mean, that's, that's, it's fine how it is. Yeah. Um, 
And then the Alps, um, this is the one where you can go and do the, uh, and this is very popular and good, is the the warm raclette of Swiss cheese where they, uh, you know, they're, they're heating up that giant thing of Swiss cheese and scraping the cheese right onto your, onto your, uh, your plate. Uh, that's always a popular thing. I mean, it's also just like fun to watch. Right. I don't know if you've gotten that one before, Trevor, but it's, you know, no. but again, dairy, that's a little bit too much for you, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I have to, I have to really pick and choose what I, I go for that has a lot of dairy in it, unfortunately. <laughs> they do have a new item, though dark chocolate fondue with berries, pound cake, and meringues. Okay. I like a fondue. In fact, I'm, yeah. uh, we're doing a fondue restaurant for, uh, for my, my 10 year wedding anniversary is coming up this year. My wife and I just decided we're going to do, we're going to go to a fondue place. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Apparently, this one's a plant based as well. It is. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, India uh, looks like it doesn't have anything new, but I, apparently, I think it was very popular last year. So, um, so yeah, I mean, this, I think this Did, one was. A, have you ever done like tikka masala or. I have. Yeah, I have. Or anything like that. Yeah. Cause uh, again, that's, that's just good food. Like again, I, yeah. I don't know why you would mess with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. No, I, I've had it. Um, I, I think that's what I usually get at um, at uh, the restaurant that's at at Kidani. Why am I Sanaa? Sanaa has uh, Sana, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I typically get there, and it's it's very good. Um, so yeah, no, you're right. Why mess with it, right? Yeah. So China has a new dish, um, which is a crispy duck bao bun with hoisin sauce. Oh, I bet that's going to be good. That sounds pretty good. I've never had yeah. duck before, though, I will say. So I, that's not uh, a, a meat that I've had before. So it's, I don't know if I'd be into that. My wife likes duck, but. Yeah, I, I would compare or like um, if you get like chicken thighs, like it's a little more, um, I guess, fatty, but like like it's got it's got a different flavor for sure. Like I, I like it. I like duck. It's it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It looks like Mexico has a whole new menu. So they have a oh, brace. No. <laughs> yeah, which is sad because I Mexico is always a popular one, right? Like, I feel like it was you had a couple things that added. The, the last yeah, time the, the tacos yeah. vampiro from there. Yeah. Or was that? Yeah. Or no, sorry. That wasn't food and wine. That was that flower, was flower and garden. garden. Yeah. yeah that's flower okay, and garden. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so maybe it's not that bad. Yeah, maybe it's not too bad, right? But they have a tostada de carnitas, which is a braised uh, pork on a fried corn tortilla, black beans, avocado mousse, and queso fresco and chives. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, pretty standard. Yeah. Like Mexican food. Yeah. Slow braised beef short rib on a corn tortilla with uh, again the avocado mousse and onions and some salsa, and then they have a. Um, I mean, is this a wait? Why does it say pastel impossible? Yeah, I th I thought maybe that was a possible meat, but it's 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 a dessert. So it's layers of traditional Mexican flan and tres leches with guava and cajeta. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see what that looks like. That's, yeah, I need a uh, picture. I feel like we're, yeah. Disney's going to post this on Parks Blog like next week, and we could have talked about this next week with pictures. Or, well, well next we're, week we're skipping next week, so the, the, yeah, the week <laughs> after, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds delicious. I I, I love a Trace Leches cake. I don't know about you, I'm a big Trace Leches fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Australia is the same. Uh, Nothing. Yeah, Hawaii's not available. So, sorry. Yeah, Hawaii's in August is when this is coming out. Yeah, and the shocker pork here. slider again. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna have uh, some spam involved. You know, as Hawaii tends to tends to do. Mm -hmm. um, then we've got. Let's see here. 
They got the Noodle Exchange, which was, I think, one of your favorites, right? Uh, you, I mean, didn't you go to the Noodle Exchange or no? My oh, no, my I, wife's favorite. My wife. Yeah, favorite. yeah. I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't stop at Noodle Exchange on okay. my last trip. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no, it's yeah. my wife loves that one. But um, we also have the 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 wing place we just talked about with the mm-hmm. Muppet Experience. They're gonna have uh, some new wings. Um, they've got an orange cardamom uh, r- wing, which okay, that sounds good. Um, then they have impossible buffalo chicken tenders with plant-based blue cheese and plant-based ranch and celery. Not for yes. me, but I know my vegetarian oh. friends are would be very excited about this. And, and again, as a non-dairy, like like the, this is right up my alley. Be, and it's not because I'm like like all plant-based, but I do prefer plant-based stuff because I can eat it without yeah. Yeah. you know having issues with dairy. So this buffalo chicken with blue cheese is like one of my favorite things. Having a plant-based option there for it, I would be lining up for this. What if you could just get the the plant-based blue cheese though, like separately, or or the plant-based ranch separately, and, and just got... carry it around with me? No, no, I mean I... just get get like traditional <laughs> buffalo wings that are real meat, and then just have yeah. the 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 non-dairy stuff to dip into. I'm sure they could do yeah. that, right? Yeah, I mean that that's true. I, you know, I could I could ask if I could have the regular buffalo wings and then and then yeah. the plant-based. I'm sure, I'm sure they could they would do that. Yeah. Probably make that work, but. Either way, I mean that yeah, just buffalo blue cheese is just awesome. I love it. It's then great this flavor. O- this other one they have here too is scorching hot Scotch bonnet pepper curry wings, which I mentioned previously with the Muppet thing. Yeah. So, and then the rest of the stuff is the same. So they've got they've got garlic parm wings, they've got peanut butter and jelly sticky wings, mm-hmm. and they also have cr- crispy Brussels sprouts too, which I, I I'm a I'm a fan of some crispy Brussels sprouts. Those are those are good. I like yeah. Brussels sprouts. And- and it looks like they're actually they're kind of doubling down with the uh, there. It looks like the the impossible buffalo chicken tenders and the Brussels sprouts will both do the the plant based blue cheese with plant based ranch. So yeah, yeah, you got a couple of options there, which is kind of it's very cool that like it's it's more plant based options, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah. I I always appreciate that they're doing that. Um, so, you know, like, Trevor, I don't know about you. One of the stops I'm definitely making on my next trip is to the new barbecue place at, in Toy Story Land because I've heard really good things. I've heard the food's really good and the atmosphere's great. But um, Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, though, that they have an impossible um, – they have, like, an impossible, like, um, chop that's, like – that they use, like, a sugarcane stick as the bone. Like, it's a bone – it's, like, a oh. fake – yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did see that. Yeah. And I, I was telling my sister about that, who's a vegetarian, and she was like, "Oh, this, this that's so cool. Like, you know, that the, first of all, that they even have stuff like that, but like that they even tried to simulate a bone with a sugar cane, uh, you know, piece. So, I just thought that was cool. But mm-hmm. flavors from fire is a booth I wanted to stop at last year and just never got to it, unfortunately. Um, but they have some cool stuff there. So they have a, a new this year. They have a marinated uh, a chimichurri, marinated skirt steak taco, crushed avocado, grilled corn salsa, pickled red onions, queso fresco, and cilantro uh, lime cream. What I'm really looking at though here, Trevor, is this spiced mm-hmm. chocolate tart with barbecue potato chip crust, salted whiskey car- caramel, and smoked sea salt. Uh, okay. That- Okay, I I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm I'm trying to break down these flavors. Like yeah, so, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm thinking about like okay, you know you know spice chocolate, you know is is good, and, yeah. but then barbecue potato chips. I I've never had that with chocolate per se. <laughs> so so okay, yeah. so so you're getting that that's you're getting that salty and sweet. I, I I get that, but then you're throwing in salted whiskey caramel, which that has its own flavor profile like caramel is a very like strong 
sweet and then smoked sea salt. Like, like it feels like it feels like this would be like a like a back and forth between sweet and salty. <laughs> and I don't know where it would actually land if I would like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand. I would try yeah. it though. I definitely would want to try it. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm the more I'm reading it, I'm like I I keep thinking like ooh, and then wait, hold on, is this? I'm not sure. Like it 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 sounds good on paper. That that's the part that that gets me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the last booth we have here is uh, the fry basket, which is coming back from last year, and they do have a new they have pickle fries with dill ranch. Yes. What is that? Are those actual pieces of pickles or are they yeah, actual have fries? You, have you never had pickle fries before? No, I've never had pickle fries before. What are pickle well, fries? I mean, it's or, are they like deep? I guess it would pickles? be like, like, yeah, deep. Fri- I would assume deep fried pickles because deep fried pickles are amazing. Um, I mean, that's what we, I guess just down here, we would call them fried pickles. Like I just, I, I don't think I've ever heard but, them called pickle fries before. But I, I guess, or Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe it's how they're like they're cutting them thinner than a deep fried pickle because usually you get like like wedges, right? With yeah, well, you get a, you get wedges, or you can get you know you can get them cut in circles too. Like it just depends yeah, yeah, on I guess yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, I I now that I googled it, I'm like, yeah, I've seen those before, but I feel like I've always just seen them called deep fried pickles. I mean, they're just they're just mm-hmm. pickles cut in fry shapes and and battered and battered fried, and so, yeah. fried, yeah, yeah, which is they're they're just good. I love those like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then you know they they've got returning things here like the barbecue bacon fries, the smoked aioli, sweet potato casserole fries. Like this, this I this was another booth yeah. that I meant to stop at last time and did not unfortunately get to it. So, so I I, I will say, so we I did try the fry flight, and oh yeah, the yeah. one yeah the the one that I actually because the fry flight is the sweet potato casserole fries, yeah, the sea salt and malt vinegar fries, and then the the yucca fries. Is the three, I believe. Well, that or no, yeah. sorry, it's not the yuca. It's, it's the, not the yuca in this one, yeah. It's the bacon fries with the smoked yeah. aioli. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was the bacon fries were the ones like I, two of them I really liked, and then one of them was like, eh, like it didn't, didn't do, it. and, and I, yeah, it like like the 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 sauce didn't really do anything, and the, the fries were just like like nothing like they didn't or they, they didn't they didn't taste like anything interesting and the funny thing was is like the the salt and malt vinegar had more flavor but that's because of the malt vinegar right like it's malt vinegar is very strong exactly. and exactly and my, my, my family um my family hates the fact that i like malt vinegar because they uh they don't like the smell of it which i get but it's it's tasty <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's all we got for this week. I think that's uh, that's really it. So I, I, unless yeah. you have anything else, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, we should. All right. Um, so as usual, if you guys want to reach out to the podcast, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your questions. We, you know, you guys share trip reports and stuff with us. So, you know, we, we you know, feel free to always send us an email if you guys uh, want to get in contact with us. Uh, like Tom said, you know, he's, He's the one who mainly looks at it, but, you know, we all do, uh, you know, if you send anything, we'll, we'll all chime in and reply back to it. Um, so yeah, you know, we, we just love hearing from our listeners like that. Um, in a similar vein, if you're on, um, different social media platforms, you can find us on Facebook as welcome home podcast. You can find us on YouTube also as welcome home podcast. You can find us on Instagram as welcome home picks. 
if you're uh, on Facebook a lot, you can go to our Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, and join the group and uh, see what people are talking about. A lot of our listener questions come from the Facebook group. So, um, you know, that's a good place to put questions if you got them. And it's, you know, they're not just for us. You know, we have lots of uh, um, very knowledgeable listeners that will, uh, you know, help help people figure out their plans for for their own disney trips or answer dvc questions and whatnot which is really great um so yeah check that out if if that's interesting to you and if you want to help support the show you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different uh uh merch that we've got there there there's shirts and mugs and all kinds of uh great stuff you can get or if you would rather support us through patreon you can go to go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod Check out our different levels of Patreon support, which uh, all have unique uh, rewards that you can only get through Patreon. And uh, anyone who supports us through Patreon also gets access to the Discord server, which is uh, yet another place that we love interacting with our fans. So um, if that's of interest to you, please check it out. Last but not least, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. It does help more people find the podcast because that's just how algorithms work. Um, and <laughs> it's right. I mean, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, you know, leave us a five-star review because it, you know, it, it does help the podcast and it helps other people find the podcast who may be looking for this kind of stuff. And uh, if you're on iTunes, you know, leave, write us a review because, you know, we do, we do read those reviews and we may even read it out on the show if we, uh, if you put one on there. Don't have one today, but uh, don't forget to subscribe. I can't speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the the castle. Which you know, Trevor, I don't know if we're talking about this yet or what we're, what's you know the cat what's happening with the castle, but yeah. let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Think about yeah. that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Things happening. If if you're if you're I don't think everybody listens all the way to the end. I think a lot of people probably like bail out at this point. So if you've listened all the way to the end, you've been rewarded with this cryptic uh <laughs> this cryptic clue of something that's gonna happen. Uh anyway, so uh just a reminder to everybody, uh to our listeners, welcome home podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, as such, all opinions expressed on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC uh, representative or Disney cast member for more information uh, about what we talked about today. A uh, huge thank you to our sponsor of this episode, uh, which would be a DVC rental store, uh, and also World of DVC for continuing to support the show uh, through the many, many years uh, that we've worked with them. So uh, please check them out for all your DVC needs. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Do a when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair.